Hi everyone and welcome back to the Disruptive Niche, showcasing the best of disruptors and niche businesses around. Now we've had a little bit of a break over August and but we're back with a bang today. We've got a few different changes in the setup and that but don't panic, it's all going to be still as fabulous and um, yeah so start of the new season which is oh so excited. And today we've got a real special guest on today who's going to kick us off for the new start. We've got Heather from Pool to Lake Open Water. Now, somebody who went on holiday last year and we got one of those big snorkeling mask face thingies. And I can honestly say that I was terrified at first to actually even do this. So I'm going to let Heather talk to us, just explain a little bit about what her business does and how I probably should have gone to see her before I actually went in. So Heather, welcome. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is great. So I, I really do love the open water. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to share it with everyone. Oh, so. yes. <laughs> So tell us about what you do. I mean, what is your business? Obviously, it's pretty obvious, but how, you know, considering we are in landlocked Hertfordshire, how do you do open water swimming? Okay, so I'm an open water coach. And what I do is, well, my passion is is taking um, new pool swimmers and transitioning them into the open water. Um, I do it for adults and uh, for uh, children as well. And, yeah, it's just showing them the ropes. And it can be for recreational swimming or if you've got, like, a competitive swim that you want to do or your first triathlon. And I help you with, with everything to get you back on, on the right track to uh, achieving your open water goals. Wow. And where do you do this? I mean, you know, like, as I say, we are in landlocked Hertfordshire. So where do you do open water swimming here? Okay, so, yeah, we are a bit tight for, for lakes and rivers <laughs> around here. But most of this, we've got quite a few. We do have to travel. That's just one of the things with, uh, with open water swimming because where we are located. So um, most of my training is done in Denham Lake, in water, uh, Denham Lake, which is a water ski lake. And I do laugh because people do say to me, can you not make it a little bit uh, later in the day? But generally, we, we are sharing the lakes with other water users. So most of my coaching this season has been at Denham. I do it at Stambra Lakes. Um, there's also Merchant Tailors and uh, there's Box End as mm. well. Okay, well, there's quite a few places then. Yeah, there are quite a few, yeah. And then obviously there are one or two. There's um, one river which um, where, where we do some wild swimming, which is about a 30-minute drive away in Hartford. So that's the closest uh, place for us. And then the other wild swims, we have to travel up um, up to Bedford in oh. that area where yeah, we swim yeah. in the River Ouse, which is great. Excellent. Now, what made you go into open water swimming and not in a nice, warm swimming pool? <laughs> well, what's, um, I've always, always, I've always swum. Um, I've, I'm a water baby. My, I've, my dad's always swum. He's 70 years old. He still plays water polo in South Africa. Um, then I went to America for two years, um, and that was great. I used to swim in the Long Island Sound. I met fabulous people. I had a friend who's got a house. On, on the river we used to swim in there um so i used to i teach swimming to the children and and then i just needed something else there was something 
you know, you get that where you're needing a different challenge. Um, And then a friend of mine was doing, um, so then I thought, oh, well, let me me go and maybe do water polo. I thought, oh, that would be quite cool. That would, you know, be with the teenagers. That would be fun. And then a friend of mine was doing 50 open water swims for her 50th birthday year. And sort of I started joining her on some of them and I was like, oh, this is lovely. Then I had a look online and looked for, there was an open water qualification that I could do is like book myself on. And it's sort of just rippled effect from there. And it's just grown and grown and grown. But I love it. I really, really, and I love sharing it with other people as well. It's just fantastic. So, yeah, that's how I started. It was just, you get, I needed something else. And yeah. everything falls into place generally. And then it just all happens. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Now, you know, at the beginning, I sort of joked and said that I went, you know, all snorkeling when I was at, and I, I was literally terrified. And I, how is a lot of open water swimming? getting your mindset in the right place as well as the actual physical strokes and everything else surely you've got to be mentally sort of prepared for it as well 100 percent. and you know what the hardest thing especially for a new open water swimmer person coming from the is actually making the email sending the email or the phone call because i get a lot of people they they are on my facebook page or my instagram page and they watch and they're looking and then they'll come to they'll email me and say i've been watching you for like a year or two years now i really really want to do it now they're like right we're gonna do it and we're gonna and with we in, we like to be in control of most things with um and in the open water there's certain things that you can control and there's other things that you cannot control mm. um and there's like the, the the weeds there's nothing we can do about the weeds <laughs> in the lake absolutely nothing <laughs> and so what i like to do is you know touch it feel it smell it so that if you do get it on your hands or around your neck or whatever you're not going to be caught unaware mm. but i've also had i've also had people as a person having an absolute complete panic attack in the middle of the lake they've got the swim ability but it's just that's when the mind kicks in. That's when that mental, you have to talk to yourself, you have to calm down, and that's hard. And every single time you swim in the open water, it can challenge you both physically and mentally. Mm. But really, I always just say you just you don't have to look at it as, as a whole big lake. If you break it down into small little pieces – um, then it's so much more easy to manage and to understand and get around. Mm. But that's why, you know, I always help the swimmers and there's loads of questions beforehand of the people need to know that they can trust you when they come. Some people, you know, they've had bad situations, they've been in bad situations and, you know, they tell me those stories so that I can understand, so that I can help them. And I, and that's, you know, that's where the mental will come. But honestly, it's just the phone call, which is the hardest, but the rest of it is pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But also, you know, I suppose looking out into this expanse and, and knowing that you can't put your feet down, but I, I can imagine that once you've done it once, that's it. You are, I can imagine that you're hooked. And, and you know, it's, it is a sense of achievement, isn't it? 
Oh, that's – and even an experienced open water swimmer, if we all – there is nothing better than afterwards, um, we, that sense of achievement of – and we celebrated with the people that you swam. Um, you know, we, we do like cake and we do like a bit of tea and everything. But, you know, and then it's planning for the next swim. When, when are we going to go? What are we going to do? Or, so, yeah, it is um, – it is, it's addictive. Mm. That sense, that feeling is unbelievable that you get afterwards. And I can see, I, I, I mean, I get to see the swimmers arriving and they've, honestly, the faces are so, you can see they're nervous. Yeah. And understandably, we always respect the water and that nerves. Um, and then I, I say to them, okay, I've been talking too much. Right, okay, come on, let's go. Let's just get on with it. And then we go and, you know, we get in the water and come out. I th the people's faces are totally transformed. You, that, it's, you, can't, you can't bottle it, you know, and I get to see all their wonderful faces of what they look like uh, when they come out. And then they don't want to leave. They don't want to leave the lake. They just want to keep staying there because – when you swim, there, no one can get you in yeah. the water. There's no phones. You cannot even think of your husband, your children. You cannot think of, you can only think of the water in that now. And there's not very many places or things that allow us to do that yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and especially there was a group of people, uh, they're all nurses um, and, um, and there were doctors and they all came together. And, and I know the person that organized it, she said, Heather, this is wonderful for those people. They needed just something to switch off, yeah. you know, just a little bit of a break. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wow, this is so cool that they've been able to get that little bit of a break. Yeah, and so powerful as well. Like you say, you know, there is, there is nowhere where you can just escape and, and, and switch off and just be you, totally you on your own. So how important is that? It's really, it really, it, it, yeah, you, you, you can't even peep at a little email, <laughs> you mm. know, it's just, there's nothing, the world stops for you yeah. for however long, you know, you, you're in the water for. Yeah, so as well as, like, sorry, as well as the, the physical benefits of swimming, you know, like we're talking about, that the, the mental side of it is, is, is probably even more important than the physical side, I would say, by the sound of it. Yeah, so, I mean, there's so many, I mean, obviously I'm not a doctor and, uh, you know, I don't know all the medical stuff and everything, but um, the, the, the benefits for open water swimming with the research that they've done is, you know, that you boost your immunity, your skin feels so much better. Um, mentally, there is a big, big drive with the cold water for men, uh, you know, for depression, helping with mm -hmm. depression, helping with anxiety. There's a new um, test about and helping with menopause. And it's just all those things. And also, too, you know, there's, um, you know, people like with the ponds in Hampstead, um, there was a lovely uh, movie that was made about it's that community sort of if you've lost someone or, you know, the people come around to, you know, they come and support you. Um, so it's just there's friendships that that develop. Mm. Um, you know, people come there, they're lonely. It's just 
it offers so much more than just having a swim, you know. Yeah. Oh, it sounds incredible. It really does. Now, we're talking about the cold water. <clears throat> do you have to buy any special equipment? I mean, you know, how realistically, how do you stop yourself getting, you know, hypothermia? Or is there like special wetsuits as opposed to normal wetsuits? What, what equipment do you need? Um, you know, I always say to anyone, it's, it's like with anything, you can go and spend an absolute fortune on, on, the, on, on the equipment and stuff like that. The, the main thing that you need is um, you, you don't need a wetsuit. And there's always this debate of whether you have a wetsuit or not have a wetsuit. Um, but with the water temperature dropping at the moment now, the water's about 16 degrees. Um, so if you do go, you need to go without a wetsuit. You need to have someone that's got experience and understands the cold water because it is dangerous. Mm. And so you can do it without a wetsuit. But if it's in the middle of the season when the water's sort of 24, 25, it's too hot to wear a wetsuit. Yeah. Um, but for now, for someone that's wanting to start, it's to go to a lake where they have high, they hire where you can hire a wetsuit, um, and then that that's at Denham Lake it costs three pounds to hire a wetsuit, and then you can use it. And then if you like the open water swimming and you want to invest in a, in a new wetsuit, I always say is you don't have to go and buy a really really expensive one. It's, it's better to have a proper triathlon wetsuit um, it's just it's designed and it's got the better flexibility on the shoulders just so it's easier to swim in than a okay. normal wetsuit um, it also holds the water in more mm. um, and it's you're more buoyant in the wetsuit because it, it doesn't fill up with water so um, you so you can either hire one or you buy an int, like an entry level wetsuit and the entry level ones um, they can start between a hundred you can get ones for about eighty up to one hundred and twenty pounds for mm. pair of goggles and a pair of goggles that don't leak or <laughs> haven't been sitting in your children's swim bag for the last six months. <laughs> Rotty <laughs> And a swim cap. So a swim cap needs to be a bright coloured swim cap. And that's just so um, it's visibility on the lake, safety, and also for for warmth. And that's it. Um, there, some people don't like the weeds and they wear booties, um, which you can do, but, you, you know, it, you, it's not necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. it's, it's affordable, you know, it's not like you need thousands of pounds worth of equipment, you know, it's, it, if you want to pay four pounds a week to hire one, then, you know, that's amazing, isn't it? It's, it's achievable for everyone to do it. Definitely, definitely, yeah. And also, too, once you've had, I mean, you, you know, I offer introduction sessions to, to guide people into open water, um, and I always believe, that, that having a positive transition into the open water, it sets you up for the rest of your swimming. Okay. Um, where, and whereas if you enter and you haven't had such a good swim, that is always with you. Mm. Um, but, you know, once you've been introduced to the open water and you feel comfortable, then that's it. You pay your lake entry and then off you go. Then you can just go and swim on your own. 
Um, I always say to my, like with my swimmers, because I always, they're my little ducklings and I like to sort of look after them, is, you know, if things go wrong when you, because I can't obviously swim in every single lake and every single wild swim. So when they feel comfortable, then they go off. But, you know, every now and again, things happen with the stroke or, you know, some people get dizzy in the water, but they're not sure what happened, why it's happening. Um, you know, then they email me and I love an action plan. So I quickly get an action plan going and then so that they're able to off they go again. And, yeah, and then they just get better and better. Mm. I got an email from a lady there, from a lady yesterday and the heading was, I'm a triathlete now. And it was just, it was fantastic because she's just been battling for, not battling, but she's found it hard. Yeah. She's had to work really hard. And she did her first triathlon. And it's amazing. That's, you know, just to get all those, um, you know, things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fantastic. Now, do you, can you swim anywhere or do you, can you only swim in certain places? Um, when you first start, I would recommend that you swim in a managed lake. Um, it's just um, so the managed lakes around us are Denham, Merchant Taylors, Stanborough Lakes, and Boxen. They've got the safety cover. Um, mm. Stanborough's got two kayakers on the water, Merchant Taylors, two kayakers on the water, Boxen has got spotter, Denham's got a spotter. Um, but everyone else looks out for each other. Um, you can't, there are certain, um, when you start in the open water, there are the rivers that you learn where most of the wild swims are through with the rivers. Um, you can search. They have, some of the websites are, have stopped disclosing where the wild swim's taking place. It's just because during lockdown it was unsafe. Um, of the, course, the yeah. Going, and we just had to be really careful of, you know, how people mm. were swimming we, and we couldn't have accidents um, and, you know. Um, but, yeah, so most of the places you can swim anywhere. I mean, there are some private lakes or fishing lakes which you wouldn't go and swim. But you, you normally, once you're involved in it, you learn and, and you talk to people. Also, to say you went on holiday down to, say, Brighton, and you wanted to go and swim in the sea, you uh, local swim groups, you can search on Facebook, and that's really cool, is to go and swim with the locals who know, especially with the sea, who know the tides and the currents and stuff like that. So they will show you exactly where the safe yeah. places are to do. That's the That, for me, is the best way mm. to do it. Yeah, great. And it's, it sounds like there's a great network as well of, of all around the country, I suppose all around the world, isn't there? If you went on holiday oh, all over the world, you could get into a network and find out where it is and do it that way. People, open water swimmers are fabulous. They're really inclusive and they, they, if they can show you where to swim or swim with you, they will be very happy. So <laughs> join up with – it's, it's a good idea to, you know, look for local Facebook groups um, yeah. and then swim with them. Now, what – like, so your, 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 your company is called Pool to Lake. Now, I know that you do a lot of your sessions in a pool. So what do you do in the pool that is specific for open water swimming? Okay, so – um, what ha so now the season is coming to an end, and um, so we will move into the swimming pool. 
Um, so we train. So all my uh, my pool classes are we train. We do front crawl. So we'll learn the front crawl stroke. So what happens is some people will do their first open. They'll do open water, doing breaststroke, and then they're wanting to learn how to do front crawl. So then they'll come into the pool and they'll learn how to do the front crawl session. Also to um, when you you there's no better feeling than feeling fit. Mm. So you know there's so many other things like I said you can control in the open water and things you can't control. And being fit and ready and prepared when the season start starts is an amazing feeling. So the pool sessions will allow us to get fit. If there's any problems with the stroke, mm -hmm. the front pool stroke. That's where we fix it. Right, so it's breathing technique. It's all breathing things like technique. that. Yeah, a lot of people, um, when we just, for instance, is when uh, they cross over in the front of their head when they're swimming, and that makes us swim skew all because there's obviously no black lines that mm. we can follow. So we can swim all over the place. And so just things like that, we correct that and fix that in the pool. Also to... We practice it's easier to teach and learn the open water techniques in the swimming pool than in the lake. It can be done in the lake, and we have been doing it in the lake now. But So, like, the technique to learn how to swim straight is called sighting or spotting, and that we practice that every week. So it becomes second nature. So when you hit the lakes, you don't even think about it. Mm. Um, yeah, so and it's you know, um, new people that are maybe feeling that they are they want to be fitter and stronger for the lakes, then they they would join one of the pool sessions. But okay. at the moment with the lake, with the pool sessions, just with you know COVID and stuff like that, they are there's I'm battling to get my pool classes up and running at the moment. We're still busy doing risk assessments. And trying to sort that out, but yeah, of course, yeah. But once that's up and running, then you know, I'll obviously, let anyone, everyone know where the class yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're talking about um COVID. Now, before we sort of started recording, you were saying how many, how many like new people have you had recently to your open water sessions? Well, since June, I've um, I've introduced about sixty six open water swimmers to the open water, which oh, is just amazing. It's really so. Out of all my pool squads that I had, at um, all of them, I think I've got one or two that haven't um, swum in the open water. But everyone from my pool squads are all been in the open water. So yeah, that is amazing. And children, that is, ah, oh, that has been fantastic. Is There hasn't been swimming lessons for children, so I just did swimming lessons in the lake. Yeah. Well, the youngest was five. Um, her mom is an open water swimmer. So we did two groups. We had, like, the little ones, and then we played games with them. I mean, mm. today I even had the lilos on the lake, and we were playing jelly on the on jelly on the plate, jelly on the plate. Um <laughs> So we did that, you know, they, they did front crawl, a little bit of stroke correction, but the main thing was it had to be fun. Mm. If it wasn't fun, then they wouldn't come back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see the the uh, the um, 
the water confidence of these kids is fantastic. They yeah. just it grew from strength to strength to strength. They were jumping off the pontoon. We were diving in. It was a, it was wonderful. And then I did another one where the kids were older, um, and that was quite nice. It was majority um, boys. And, I'll, you know, so I'd pretend that we'd been dropped with the helicopter in the middle of the lake and we were going on a secret mission and we had to go and rescue someone. And so it was, it's all totally, totally good fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah so normally, cool. normally for your, like, um, open water sessions, what is the age range that you, you would teach? And would you take them, take kids as young as five normally? Or is it, was it just to give them a little taste um, of swimming again? Um, I think, yeah, when the water temperature, um, it, I would make sure that the water temperature for the younger ones. Um, I think the, the, the younger, uh, yeah, I think it would have to, I would have to the, yeah, assess the, the younger, you know, mm. the younger ones. Um, um, and maybe seven, five mm. is really young, maybe, but she, it's just because her mom's in open of water. Course, of course. She's been in the open water, you know, she's comfortable with it. But, um, I mean, there's no limit. The open water has no age barriers. There are the laughter of a five-year-old and the laughter of a 70-year-old are exactly the same, and they're both contagious, <laughs> and they both can sit, and they both can tell each other, uh, you know, how amazing the open water is. And, and so, I mean, most some of my friends are older than me, but it really doesn't matter. We all enjoy the water um it's either heads up sorting out the world head breaststroke kind of swimming or else we you know then we actually swim fast and you know train hard in the open water but open water has no age uh, there's no age barriers yeah. anyone can do it definitely oh that's that's it's amazing to find something as well that does span the generations that everyone can do isn't it and and the, this is with lockdown and um, a lot of the um, the children have been on furlough, sort of mm. older children, and uh, they've brought their parents to come and swim. I've got one swimmer who's swimming with his dad, and the mom every now and again comes to watch. Oh my gosh, she's waving at <laughs> both of them in the water, and she's chatting to everyone and telling everyone that's her son swimming and her husband's in there. And so yeah, some of the you know the the parents have joined now as well, which yeah. has been good. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, it sounds great. Now, um, you did mention about the season. What What is the open water? Do you ever swim in the winter time? Or like, or are you just in the pool in winter, or do you do you go all throughout the year? So the lakes, um, the lakes open from the middle of um, middle of April, um, and then so they will go now depending on the light in the evening. So those sessions will finish first. And then the ones in the morning, they will go till about the end of September, mm -hmm. first week of October, depends on um, how many people are going. But uh, um, then you can transfer into the wild swimming, into the lakes and whatever. There's not much cold swimming around us. There is cold swimming up at Bray Lake. They do through the winter. It's quite far. Um, but that specific training yeah. that you have to do with the cold water, that that's, um, has to be done very carefully. But generally, this, most of the people are fair weather open water swimmers. Um, but there are 
you know, some that would want to carry on. Yeah. But yeah. So for end of, so middle of April to the um, uh, end of September. Yeah. Is, okay. Is That's a pretty good season though, isn't it? It's quite a nice sort of, you know, eight um, range that you can actually get some decent swimming in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Now you were, I know you mentioned that you were somewhere very exciting yesterday. So tell us what you were doing yesterday. Um, so yesterday I was an observer so whenever you're on uh, a channel medley relay swim so as in the English channel crossing the English channel yeah yeah as in crossing the English channel so every time someone swims across the English channel you have to have an observer on the boat to make sure that the rules and regulations are complied and I was really lucky enough to go uh, with another observer. Um, it was and the, the four ladies that were going for the Guinness Book of World Records, and they were doing a medley swim. So it started off with a backstroke, and then they swam breaststroke, then they swam butterfly, and then they swam front crawl. So it was, it's an hour each. So they each swam an hour of butterfly or an hour of front crawl all the way across. But oh. they, yeah, it was, and surprising, uh, I mean, the butterfly was hard because it's just the stroke that it is. Mm. But the hardest was the backstroke. Really? Yeah, and I was surprised. Um, but what it was is because the water comes over the waves, the waves come over the back of your head, um, you can't judge and see when they're going to come. So you can sort of either exhale. Or, so she had a lot of water that yeah. came her nose and her mouth. Oh. So I, I take my hat off to her. She, um, she, did really, she did really well. So, yeah, hopefully, they, well, they will be put in the Guinness Book of Records. So oh. that was really exciting. It's, I mean, I feel terrible. I didn't even swim. And uh, it was, it, you know, you have to stay awake. You have to watch. You can't, you have to keep an eye on the swimmer mm. all the time. It's your responsibility when the person's in the water. So. And the channel is so busy, isn't it, with, with like, or you know ships and and it's just isn't it one of the biggest channels I think or the busiest channels or something isn't it it's like yeah, so busy one of the shipping lanes that um, yeah so it was really big mm. and it's you know when you're in a tiny little boat and you you know you look up and there's this massive shipping container that comes it's past. terrifying. And, it is, but they all it's all negotiated. So the pilot on the boat will you know he communicates with the Coast Guard and whatever, so they time all the ships that are coming. So, yeah, but there were loads of boats out last night because the weather conditions were very favourable. The sea was very, uh, mm. very calm. So, yeah, so they had a – that was, that was like, really fantastic to watch. And they were very experienced swimmers as well. So for myself to learn mm. and see how it's how it's been done by a very experienced open water swimmers, you know, I can transfer that knowledge and I'm now able to help my swimmers if, um, you know, they want to swim the channel. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So are you, are you tempted to do it yourself? Are you tempted to swim the channel? Uh, no, um, I'm not. It's quite uh, – it's an expensive um, – it is an expensive swim. Um 
And for me, my passion is I'd like to go to Cape Town and swim from Robben Island um, into back into Cape Town. Um, so that I want to do it. My family don't want to swim. They're not interested. But I just want us to all go as a family. And, yeah, I just think it will be uh, great. It's not as long as the English Channel. It's I think it's 8K. Um, but it's really cold um, and um, it's there's there's quite a lot of strong currents that that are there so mm. it, it's it's not an easy swim but yeah so that's that's my goal that's on your that's your goal to do yeah, definitely yeah <laughs> oh well thank you so much Heather I mean your enthusiasm is just infectious in fact it's even making me want to go and that's saying something I can't remember the last time I put on a swimming costume in this country <laughs> It's been a very long time. (laughs) There's lots of water. Those lakes, you can get lots of photographs for your uh, (laughs) workshop. (laughs) Yeah, I'll come come and take photos. I'll do that. That's fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I've had lots and lots of friends who have, have, you know, been on your your swimming um, sessions and they have absolutely raved about it and said it's just incredible. Um, So, you know... Uh, like we were saying at the beginning you know not only for fitness but for mental health as well it, it just sounds incredible so where can people find you I mean we're going to put all your details on on the website and, and and on the podcast anyway but you know just recap how can people get in touch with you and, and what's your website yeah so um, my website's pool to lake um pool to lake um dot uk the number two the number two the number two, yeah. Um, otherwise, um, you know, on Instagram and uh, Facebook, you can just send me a message there and, yeah, definitely I'll get back to you and I'll point you in the right direction of where to go and what to do and how to get started. Yeah, Oh well, you know, like I say, if, if your enthusiasm and your love for it is just testament to, to what you do, so it's been absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time to tell us all about it and um like i say it sounds brilliant and, and hopefully next year we won't have a pandemic to worry about and you can actually like <laughs> have a whole season without having to worry about you know <laughs> oh no thank you very much for talking to me oh no it's been wonderful thank you and like i say we'll put all your details on the um podcast and the website all your links and social media and everything so people can go straight there so Brilliant. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the season. And um, thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.